We have discussed the idea of everyone is you pushed out a lot on this channel and due to the nature of what I do, which is talking to you, learning from the community, I am personally constantly updating and evolving my own personal views as far as manifesting is concerned and my view with this particular concept has changed and I wanted to address it because in the past I have previously spoken about this topic in ways that I maybe don't necessarily resonate with any longer so I wanted to give my own updated opinion on the idea of everyone as you pushed out in this episode of Roxy Talks. Stay tuned. What is up my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Thank you for joining me here for another episode of Roxy Talks, where we discuss confidence, mindset, manifestation, and more. I'm Roxy Lee. I'm a mindset coach, and I'm here to help you banish your negative thinking and limiting beliefs so you can bring love, clarity, and joy into your life. If you are interested in diving deep on this topic with like-minded people having a real conversation with people who are not going to think that you are delusional, check out my upcoming mastermind group chat. We are discussing everyone as you pushed out and this will be an exclusive event where we discuss big ideas. I want to hold space in the community for people to have actual face-to-face -face conversations with others who understand these concepts, are applying them in their own life, and want to talk about it, want to explain what it is they've done to adapt these concepts. Maybe get clear on some ideas that aren't so apparent to you and speaking with a group of people who not only believe in it but also practice it in their own lives is going to be extremely valuable. This is the first mastermind that we are hosting. There will be more in the future if you're interested in signing up for the Everyone Is You Pushed Out Mastermind Fireside Chat. You can sign up for that at my website, roxytalks.com. Of course, that link is in the description below. I've also got exclusive merch, podcasts, courses, workshops, and coaching at my website, roxytalks.com. You can also join me on social media. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, before we get into this video, please hit the subscribe button and click the notification bell so you never miss an update. And if you're feeling generous, please like and share. That helps us reach as many people as possible and everyone deserves to know that they are in complete control of their reality. So talking about everyone as you pushed out, in the beginning when I was really trying to figure out my own process and kind of uncover what was going on on planet Earth, how do we manifest? What is happening here? Why does what I think about in my mind happen and show up in my world? And at that time, I was studying a lot of different concepts trying to really nail down what it is that I thought was happening. And for a while, I seriously questioned whether or not I was alone here. I mean, I'll be real honest. I don't necessarily not believe that anymore. It's just that I don't know what's going on. Now, I've talked before, way in the beginning, about how people are empty vessels, right? The people that you come in contact with are essentially, like, think about an empty soda bottle and you fill it up with whatever flavor you want. Now, I still believe that is essentially what's happening because we are selecting, let's say, the flavor inside the bottle in every moment with our thoughts. Does that mean, though, that we are the only naturally full bottle? right? Does that mean that we are the only one actually in existence in our reality while everyone else is sort of like an NPC, some sort of virtual character? I don't know. I really don't know the answer to these things. That's actually one of the reasons why I want to host this mastermind is so that we can actually talk about this stuff and I can get these ideas out and we can get weird with people who want to get weird also and just expand our ideas of this concept because at the end of the day, nobody really knows what's going on. We can study Neville all day long, but he's doing the same thing I'm doing. 
compiling information that's here already, forming our own opinion based on what we experience in our lives and what our clients experience. That's it. And everybody who is teaching law of attraction or any of this stuff, I hate to say it, doesn't really truly know the answers, right? We are all assuming, guessing, putting out conjecture, I guess you could say, based on the evidence that we have experienced in our lives, combined with the knowledge that we have gained from studying it for many years. Back when I was thinking, maybe I am here by myself and everything else is just a projection, it was kind of freaky. It really did trip me out. There were times when I would be sitting next to my husband wondering if he was really there. And then when I would ask him, he'd say, well, I think I'm real. I think I'm here. I think I have my own thoughts. And my answer to that, of course, is, well, isn't that what you would say? <laughs> like, why would you tell me that I was right? Just on the first guess. Oh, you did it. You figured it out. You're alone here. Enjoy the rest of your life by yourself. So I have to say, as I have moved through, talked to so many people, again, kept experimenting and figuring out what was going on, I have more of an updated idea of what I think is happening with this idea of my ideas being able to be projected into your mind and you acting upon what I intend, which is essentially the essence of the everyone is you pushed out theory. It's the idea that the people in your world or the people around you, the people you come in contact with are going to treat you, respond to you, approach you or whatever in the way you expect in the way that people always have, right? These are our patterns and our cycles in the way that we fear. And of course we know it's not just people that this works with, right? That's everything in your world. So when you start to understand that you truly are controlling the way that the world interacts with you based on what you're doing in here, then you start to have control over what's going on out there in your world. Well, <laughs> assuming you use it to your advantage and not just ignore it and wonder why it keeps showing up for you. I think there's a lot of ways to look at this concept. There's a lot of ways to interpret it for yourself. There's a lot of ways to adapt it to your life to make it work for you. And that's what we're all about here at Roxy Talks. We're about figuring out what's going on and making it work for us. Figure out your own practice and then do it. Use it in your life. Make it work for you instead of the other way around. So as of right now, how do I feel about everyone as you pushed out? I have had too many instances in my life where there was just no way the other person could have known, expected, done, whatever, without there being some sort of connection there that was nonverbal, that was somewhere along the path that I couldn't see, some sort of quantum entanglement or something. There have been instances in my life that I cannot deny. In fact, the very first experience I had blatantly using law of attraction, blatantly manifesting somebody was with a person. And that's how I knew it was real because there was just no other way it could have happened. It wasn't something that could have just fallen together. It was blatantly done because of the work I had done upstairs in my mind. So experiences like that really led me to question everything, every piece of reality that I was experiencing, because what the hell does it all mean? After you go down this path for a while, you start to realize that what we have been taught, what we have been told can't possibly all be true. There's no way that this world is just what we see. It just can't be. So if we can start broadening our minds and opening up these ideas that there's more to life than meets the eye, then we can start allowing in new ideas and shaping the world that we're living in based on our thoughts. 
again, it comes back to this idea of being in control of what's going on up here so that you can be in control of what's going on out there. So my current best interpretation, and yes, I will update you if I feel that my views have changed. I always will. I will not stay stagnant. I will not choose to be stagnant. I will choose to constantly learn, constantly evolve, and constantly share with you how I feel and how my ideas change because this is not something that is set in stone. This isn't something that's written somewhere and we're just reading off of some notes that you don't have access to. I'm trying to figure it out myself. So when I find something that makes more sense, I'm gonna share it. We're gonna talk about it. So I tend to subscribe to the simulation type theory of reality. Um, I think it's pretty possible that we live in some sort of like video game type deal. And so if that's what's going on, I like to think of it kind of like Call of Duty. I've talked about this before. In Call of Duty, I get to choose my person. I get to choose what they're wearing. I get to pick my gun. I get to pick like where I go. You can join, you know, battles with other people. Obviously, I don't play. Um, you can play by yourself. I don't know. There's options, right? You kind of are in control of this back end area. You can upgrade your gear, you can change your location, you can put the, 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 all the different things that you get to do. And then you go out into this collective platform where you are interacting with other people who also have a controller in their hands across the world, down the street, next, right next to you. Someone you've never met, someone you do know. Either way, every single one of those people also has the controller in their hand, just like you do. They also have access to that back-end thing where they get to pick their personality, pick their character, choose where they're going in life. And they jump onto the platform and they interact with you. And if you don't like it, you can exit that world, that round, and try another one. Go somewhere else with it. Take it elsewhere. It's up to you. So if you think about how a video game character interacts with its surroundings, it is only aware that it's in existence while the game is turned on. It is bound by the rules, the physicalities of the realm, right? The characters only have a finite amount of things that they can do, think, say, places to go, people to be activities to do. It's kind of like Earth. Earth isn't as limited. We have a lot more options, but there's only so many things we can do. There's only so many things we can think or say or feel or look like or act like. There isn't an infinite amount of possibility on planet Earth. For example, we can't fly with our bodies, just our bodies up in the air naturally. That's something that we have yet to figure out how to do. We're bound by the gravity of Earth or something, maybe, right? So if you think about your world as like a really, really, really high-tech advanced video game, then you can start to see how you would be able to select not just me. If I can select me, then I should be able to select them too, right? If I can go anywhere in a really basic video game, I'm calling Call of Duty basic, but you know what I'm saying, like compared to the level of virtual reality we're probably living in now, the parameters are opened up. There's a wider breadth of options, things that you can do or accomplish or experience, but at the same time, it is limited. You are bound by the rules and you are confined to your body while you're here playing. Your body is the one constant 
You can almost think about your body like the controller or at least the connection to the controller. Even if you change the scenery completely in the in the video game and switch up your outfit, even switch up the outer appearance, you still have to hold that controller and do the delegating from there. So if your body is the controller, then your mind is kind of like the buttons. So we're pushing buttons up here, it's making stuff happen out in the world. And if there are a whole bunch of buttons that I can't even fathom because I'm only used to seeing a controller with five, who's to say what those buttons can do? If you take this idea, the simulation idea, and think maybe, okay, if we are in a video game, this might be what it's like. This is what we understand about this type of simulation. So we can, again, put these ideas onto something bigger and understand how you just might be able to affect everything around you, including the way people are acting, because, hey, there's probably buttons up there for that that I don't know exist. Just because the PlayStation controller I have only has maybe 10 buttons and a couple of fucking joysticks, just because that's all I know about controllers so far, does not mean that's all the controlling options that are going on with my ginormously effective supercomputer controller. Just like in Call of Duty, you have a small amount of things you can do. On Earth, you have a large amount of things you can do, but it's still a finite amount, again, and there's probably buttons or controllers. This one, that one, jump, right, left, down, duck, throw a fucking tomato. I don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why not? Why not? So I've thought this way about this idea of our reality for a while, but then it eventually led me back to that original idea of kind of being alone because if I'm holding my controller, I'm over here playing by myself and I may be interacting with you on the platform, right? Where Earth is, it's kind of like the platform. If you think about when Call of Duty, when you go play with your friends online play, you all convene in one area. My husband said it's a platform. I'm using that word. I don't know. Uh, the platform, right? So we all come together, me, you, my friends from across the world, these people over here, strangers, everybody, we're coming together on one platform and we're playing together at the same time. Now, even though we are interacting with each other, I still have ultimate control over my guy and my situation because I'm holding that controller, right? So if I'm interacting with people around me and I'm not really a fan of the version that I have, all I'm going to do is consider them in a new way, change the story I'm telling, talk about them in a different way so that I can receive them in a different way because this controller up here has so many more buttons than I am aware of that it's got a personality of that, this, that, and that person already built into it. I just haven't realized it yet or I haven't knowingly tapped into it throughout the course of my life. You're already doing it. You just don't realize you're doing it. So again, this is all about figuring out what's going on and then using it to our advantage. So if I'm over here with my controller, choosing what I do, choosing who I come in contact with, choosing how I act, choosing where I go, choosing who I am and how I define myself, declaring yes, no, this, that, more, less, getting that because I'm declaring it, choosing different versions of people based on the way that I perceive them, then it stands to reason that every other person is probably doing that as well. Because even if I am alone here with my controller, so is everybody else, right? I can't be the only one here. I can't just, I can't believe that this is all only happening for me. I think this is all only happening for me and everybody else, but I don't think it's just a one-time deal for me. That would be weird. <laughs>
I don't know if that's what it is. Maybe that's where we're going next with these ideas. So if I'm in my own little world with my little controller and I'm choosing this thing, that thing, this, yes, no, more of that, none of that, whether this is subconscious or not, whether I realize I'm doing it, I am doing it. And I'm also evaluating, even if it's just a micro decision, a very quick snap judgment of a situation, I am shaping or selecting the versions of people that I come in contact with and how they respond to me, how they treat me and how they act towards me. This is happening in my own little world. If I don't like the version of you that I got, I'm gonna flip through the Rolodex and pick a different version. As soon as you start telling a new story about a person, you start picking a new version of them, whether you realize it or not. So if that's the case, so if I'm over here in my own little world, I have my controller, I'm looking at my screen, I'm watching the game happen as I'm playing it. I'm over here in my little, spot with my controller in my hand. You're over there in your spot with your little controller in your hand and you're over there in your spot with your little controller in your hand. You're controlling what's going on in your world and who you come in contact with and the versions of them you get. You're controlling who you come in contact with and the versions of them you get. I'm controlling who I come in contact with and what versions of them I get. What if we interact? What happens if I'm controlling and you're controlling? How do we both get our way? How do both of our controllers work? Does one win out over the other? Or do I always get my way in my world? Because that's what I truly think is happening. If you get your way and I get my way and those two things do not align, who wins? I think it's both of us. And for this reason, there's got to be multiple versions. And if there are multiple versions of you, then there's got to be multiple versions of me. And I have to believe that if I can choose a different you in my reality, then you can choose a different me in your reality. That's kind of fucking weird. So if that's the case, if I am in my own little reality being this version of me now, and you are over there being your version, and you have control over me over there, and I have control over you over here, then wouldn't it stand to reason that it's imperative that our worlds don't actually connect? Because how can, again, how can we both win and how can we both universally have the opportunity to choose what happens in our reality if we both have that option? So that got me thinking this weird thought that maybe Earth is not (laughs) this one place we all live. Maybe virtually, but is Earth this one place we all live in if we're all experiencing our own mini Earths, our own mini realities? Why would there be one large Earth to accommodate all people if all people are already in their own single little Earth? Right? I don't know. Again, this is why I want to do this mastermind because if we're subscribing to this and we are, I am because again, I have experienced things that I cannot explain any other way except, oh shit, I made you do that. <laughs> like, meh, I don't know. That's it. And people have told me they've made, they've manifested me doing stuff. My answer to that is I guess the version of me that you chose for that particular moment was this version. 
that I'm embodying and inhabiting. Who's inside of those other versions? I don't know. <laughs> Am I just a part of someone else's larger version? I don't know. This shit is weird. But I just wanted to open up the conversation again to say that I don't have the answers and I really hope you don't think that I say that I do. I really try to be very clear about the fact that I do not know what's happening here or why, but we do have patterns. We do have cause and effect on planet Earth, it seems. So we can use the evidence in our favor because there are rules to the planet Earth. Again, we are bound by the constructs of planet Earth, whatever that is. Whether that's one giant place that we're all somehow in and then shifting in and out of versions <laughs> imperceptibly, or whether Earth is subjective and we're all in our own little areas coming in contact. I don't even know. It's, it's, it's weird. But anyways, <laughs> if you want to talk about it, please sign up for our Mastermind Fireside Chat. I'm so excited to do this because... I don't know, new, new venture for us, new ways of expanding our knowledge. Let's actually get together, talk face to face and share some ideas. So I want you to comment down below. My mind is always open to new ideas. My mind is always open to new ideas because we don't want to close ourselves off. We don't want to shut these things down just because they sound delusional or crazy. Everything is energy. Solid matter is an illusion already in itself. So who is to say what is delusional, what is crazy, what is wrong, and what is right? I don't know. It ain't me, but what I am going to do is explore the ideas, look into it, try to understand it, speak with other people who are interested in opening up the conversation and saying, hey, we don't really know what's going on, but what about this? If that interests you, you can sign up for the Everyone Is You Pushed Out Mastermind. We are hosting it on July 23rd at 4 p.m. PST via Zoom. If you can make it, if you cannot, a recording will be mailed to you. So if you're interested, sign up at my website, roxytalks.com. Of course, that link is in the description below. I've also got exclusive merch, podcasts, other workshops, courses, and coaching at my website, roxytalks.com. You can also join my Facebook group, Black Moon Society. It's a great community for like-minded people who are helping each other manifest. And don't forget to follow me on social media. I am on TikTok. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Here on the Roxy Talks channel, I go live every Monday at noon-ish PST for Q&A, and I've got brand new videos out every Tuesday through Friday, so make sure you subscribe and hit the bell notification so you never miss an update. And if you're feeling generous, please like and share. That helps us reach as many people as possible, and everyone deserves to know that they are in complete control of their reality. We're all raising our vibrations together. You have the power. I believe in you.